From the creators of Mercury Theater Podcast comes Universe 25. Listener's discretion is advised. Previously on Universe 25. They don't know that you have this? If we show this to the historians, they'll just hide it, and this will never see the light of day. If there was only one person we should show this to, it's him. What a shame you didn't make it to the university. You would have been a fine student. With your knowledge in history, we thought you would be the best person to consult. Kallen is the very first civilization that we know of to have been created subsurface. Yes, we've had several people explore the surface, and they would always come back sick. We just had no idea there was a potentially inhabitable surface. No, that isn't the case. Was there ever a fourth war? You'll remember the Treaty of Fields was a citywide agreement that violence was strictly forbidden under any circumstance. This is founder era shit. The governors know our location at any given time. They could easily tell where we are right now if they were so inclined. There's no telling what will happen for your having gone into the Founders' Cave. Governor Ermgar. If I could find you so quickly, how far behind do you think my colleagues will be behind me? Where are the young men? There appears to have been a major historical find. Nicholas. Dawkins. I suggest we not make this situation any more fragile than it already is. Ideally, they would be able to quell the resistance peacefully, but they could turn to more drastic measures. I'm the big, misunderstood governor. Between myself and the nine others, we rule all of the residents of Kaland. You're the key to the city's advancement. I didn't realize Kaland needed saving. It most certainly does. Things are about to change around here, and the governor has advised me that I need you to help me. You clearly need to get back on your dailies. Tomorrow, you and I are going to a thing. What kind of thing? Are you ready to change the course of history? I'm starting to feel underdressed. Shh. Don't worry about it. Nicholas! It's so good to have you. I'm so looking forward to your presentation. As am I, Adeline. If you'll excuse us. Ares, I need you to stand beside me as I talk. You know my hatred of public speaking. I wouldn't dare have you speak. Can you imagine? I can't. Exactly. Just stand beside me. I need them to see the solidarity between you and I. I can't possibly see why. It is not to see why, but to do or die. Is that supposed to mean something? Not really. I was just hoping the poeticism would encourage you to... Oh, that's us. Come on. Uh, fine. <clears throat> Welcome. Welcome, everyone. I am so very glad you all could make it tonight. Every last one of you is among the active community, and I thank each of you for your service. Keeping the bots in running order? Darius, good to have you tonight. Or if it's maintaining the hospital, Liam, or anything else it is that you do that helps keep Calend running, thank you. I have been asked by Governor Ermgard to speak with all of you, in the hopes that you can help continue to keep Kaland moving forward. We are in the midst of change, and you have an opportunity to be a part of the progress. For too long, we've been contented in our current state of existence. We are paying a price for our complacency. We have been incredibly privileged. We have each attended the university and all held the careers that continue to prosper us. But there is a great many who have been disadvantaged all of us. 
There is history here that I hadn't known of until just recently. History that changes everything. We have been lied to, and nobody knew it. Not even the governors who have been feeding us generational lies. We are here to right the wrongs. All the injustices we've endured need to be resolved, and we should use our privilege to compensate for our unintended misgivings. You should be asking yourself why such a strong stance on something you've never heard of. I encourage the skepticism. The 1,000 founders created Calend, knowing of what was at stake. They set guidelines for us, and the truth has been withheld from us. We need to honor them by discovering their roots. What made them so special? We've held them in reverence, but we've known nothing about them. Isn't it time we take the knowledge we do have and return to Callan's roots? Chapter 3, Rat City. So? That was weird. Oh. I guess in all fairness, you're not familiar with those kinds of parties. Not at all. But overall, how did you think it went? I had no idea it was a campaign you were taking me to. But the people! Do you think they were holding on to my every word, or was it a flop? Let me back up. I thought it was weird in general, but I think they thought you were going nuts. Sometimes I feel like I'm going nuts, too. I feel alive for the first time. Are you back on your dailies yet? I haven't been. Not since staying with the governor. There, there are going to be adverse effects. There already are adverse effects. You're acting strange. I know. I truly do. But I think your definition of normal has been tainted by what we've become accustomed to. Normal isn't normal. It's a deafened version of some type of normal, but it at least shouldn't be normal. Why shouldn't you be on your meds? Can you tell me that much, at least? Can you remember the last person who ever made history? Not became governor, but someone who took history and changed its course? How long has it been? I, I couldn't tell you. It has been literally hundreds of years. Because we've reached the pinnacle of existence. We have everything we need. Our time can be occupied to our liking. I mean, we're content. Are you familiar with Maslow's hierarchy of needs? Not entirely. Of course not, because we've had everything handed to us since the sires created us. The base requirements are the physiological ones, like housing and food, then safety, then love and belonging, then beyond that is esteem, and then self-actualization. It would really help if I had a tablet to draw this on. Anyway, Callan provides the first two needs, and then the last three, we're just supposed to either figure out ourselves or do without. I have belonging. But what about love? What is love? Exactly. 
The very essence of love has been stripped from our vocabulary hundreds of years ago. We don't love. I mean, I love having breakfast, but I don't know what it means beyond that. Maybe that's what it is. You love breakfast and it belongs in your stomach. You're a dumbass, you know that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's get Leona and grab some food. That's unnatural. It does sound strange. It seems like, what's it called? Uh, slavery? I can't imagine being forced to remain with only one mate for my entire life. Seems some of the founders have disagreed on this too, but they were, for lack of a better term, married to each other. Isn't marriage and slavery synonymous? Yeah, minor differences. How would you feel about this, Duchess? Slavery? No, thank you. No, marriage. I mean, yeah, it's a foreign concept to us now, but it worked for the founders. Well, the leading founders, anyway. I think it implies singularity. It's not just me, but us. What about our other partners? You're my favorite. You're mine too, but that doesn't mean I'm prepared to spend the next 110 years or so with you. It does seem stupid. We can table the idea for now. Governor! Absolutely. We'll be right there. May I bring Leona as well? Excellent. Do you two want to see the governor's mansion? Governor Ermgard? Yes. It's good to finally be able to meet the Duchess. How do you know my nickname? How would I not? Nicholas wouldn't stop talking about you. Besides, I find it only fitting. My, you are just as gorgeous as Nicholas has made you out to be. To be young like you again. <sighs> Ares, welcome to my humble home. <laughs> if that's what you call this, I don't want to know what you'd call mine. It's a lovely home, Governor Ermgard. Thank you. Nicholas, everyone, sit down. Make yourselves comfortable. May I bring you all some tea or something sweet to snack on? Never mind, I have them both right here. Well, come along then. Sit, sit. Nicholas, I have terrific news. I heard back from the attendants from the party the other day, and we officially have sponsors. There are a few who would like to remain anonymous, for obvious reasons, but they would be delighted to help begin the historical restructuring. That's fantastic news. Uh, sponsorship? Forgive my ignorance, I merely attended the gathering and wasn't aware of all the purposes. Of course. The document you and Nicholas found was an invaluable artifact. It is going to change the course of history, but only with the help of these sponsors. They are powerful people who can ensure the success of the distribution of the words from the wood paper. What's so special about the document, if I might ask? The photos your boyfriend took are the only remaining evidence that the document ever existed. The governors destroyed it before anyone could see it, or so they presumed. Their mission has been to destroy the founding history, and these two found it before it could be eliminated. They what? Yes. They destroyed the documents. Every last one of them. The tunnel has been destroyed. They believed the information you took to be entirely gone, without a trace. How could you let them do that? It is the governor's oath to retain the structure of Kaland. The book you found flies in the face of the structure as it currently stands. If you hadn't found it before we did, we would keep course and lose sight of the founder's intentions altogether. 
If I stood in their way, they would know me to be a traitor to our oaths. I knew you had copies, so I permitted them to do as we swore to do. It hurt me just as much as it pains you right now, if not more so. But that's not why you're here. You're here to celebrate. We will restore the Founder's wishes. We will realign with Dr. Calhoun's plans and become a better Kaland. Well, that sounds exciting. What will you do next? Now that we have sponsorship, we can spread the word and hold our meetings. Meetings? Well, yeah. For now, anyway. We could give people the book, or we could teach people about what we found in the book. With thousands of books at everyone's disposal, there's no reason people would gravitate to this one. And since it's a revolution, we need people engaged. To clarify, this revolution you're talking about... It's a non-violent revolution. We couldn't possibly start a war or anything. Of course. Okay, because sometimes it sounds like that's what you're hoping to achieve. No. No, no, not at all. People need to hear what the Founders were actually wanting, not this bastardized version previous generations have passed down to us. Okay. Like what, exactly? Take, for instance, their method of government. They used to hold elections for their leadership. And do you want people to vote on who is in charge? No. Not necessarily. But Kaland has a right to know what the Founders meant for the city. I mean, I think it would work, but no. Okay. What else? The family units. They used to have family units. Men and women would produce children, and they would raise them for themselves. Who gives them the right to decide how the children should be raised? What do you mean? Just because someone can give birth? Horrible experience, by the way. I read some stuff about this. Terrible practice. Anyway, just because people could reproduce doesn't mean they're somehow qualified to raise the children. There's no education the parental units have to go to. They just had sex when they were able to produce babies, and then they did whatever they wanted with them. The practice was some seriously Neanderthal shit. I hear you, but I have entirely different understandings on the subject. What about what I just said was wrong? Not much, but the commentary on it is a tad misguided, in my opinion. Well, now children are raised by the state at boarding. You think I don't know that? I know you do. But which would you prefer? Boarding, where there are qualified educators or parents who just happen to fuck, make a kid, and try to figure it out for themselves. There are no family units. People used to know their biological siblings, their parents. There used to be a camaraderie. I wouldn't trade boarding education in life for that supposed camaraderie, as you call it. Life is better now, by a stark comparison. I'm gonna have to go with Leona on this one. We can come back to this topic later. The dailies. That was never a goal of the Founders. In fact, they said it was detrimental to society to entrust our health to the government. But science rejected that notion. I'm not arguing for or against science. I'm simply stating that the Founders specifically said that the government should have no authority over their health. They wanted to ensure everyone's autonomy. Are you pulling the worst arguments or are there any more terrible ideas you'd like to suggest? These aren't terrible ideas. They're the way the Founders meant for it to be. I am so glad I invited the three of you over today. Incredibly enlightening debate. Thank you. Uh, but despite the Founders, they were bad ideas. We shouldn't refer back to ancient ideologies just because of who proposed them. Bad ideas are bad ideas, no matter who proposed them. Quite the contrary. There used to be billions of people who could somehow live in harmony. 
Were you listening to The Professor? I was. Were you? The Professor suspects it was billions in all of the ages of Kaland, not simultaneously. And part of the reason they must have fought was over space. Wars were a fact of life for the Founders. And they fought against militaristic might for that very reason. Not so we could overpopulate Kaland. I forget why we're even having this discussion. You seem to be under the impression that we should follow the guidelines of ancient peoples. The mere suggestion is ridiculous. There is no reason to suggest they had it better off then than we have it now. The guidelines were ahead of their time. Now is that time. It's time to revive the Founders' dream. It sounds like the Founders forgot to take their dailies. That's just it. They didn't have the dailies back then. They were enlightened. Oh, for fuck's sake. Aries. Language. He's gone over this many times, suggesting that he feels better than ever having stopped taking his dailies. You're not taking your meds? No. No, I'm not. Governor Ermgard told me the dailies ensure that our mental capacities are limited. We're working with half our minds tied behind our backs. The governors don't take the dailies because they know this, so I stopped taking mine per suggestion. You don't take the dailies, Governor? We do not. Why not? One of the purposes of the dailies is to dull the mind. How can we truly govern if we're not able to fully comprehend the issues facing our community? I don't think I can... <laughs> I'm my... not going to try to convince you that you should stop taking the dailies. But I will show you that I am proof that the dailies have suppressed our thoughts and actions. I am literally smarter now. I have a full range of emotions now. I can truly enjoy life. I get excited about stuff to an extent I never got excited about. You remember me before I took them. You see me now. I'm a whole new person. This is a direct result of it. I think you not having taken your meds is nothing short of proving they prevented lunacy. You scoff, but I feel so much better than I ever have before. You're not concerned about adverse effects? What adverse effects? Delusions, for one. You're free to continue with the dailies but I'm the dog that found the rainbow. We'll keep an eye out. If things get too bad, I'll let you know. But for the record, I'm concerned for your health. They literally are to keep you healthy and you're doing what I would advise against. I haven't seen a healthier person than Nicholas is right now. Thanks, Doc. Leona? What? Are you with me or are you going to be a wuss like Ares? I enjoy being puppeted by the government, thank you very much. If I'm content as a mindless drone that you keep suggesting that I am, I will continue doing so. Until I see you get superhuman powers, that is. I wouldn't doubt it, actually. If they can dull our mental abilities, why not our physical ones? Oh my god, now I've heard everything. These pills make you stupid and weak. Yeah, I'm not buying it. But, give me enough reason to, I'll get on board. You're on. But, we have to put a bet on that. Like what? I don't know, 50 Dobras? You forget I'm inactive. Make it 20. Afraid you'll lose? Okay, 30 Dobras. After three months, if there are substantial changes in mental and or physical acumen, you owe me 30 Ds. Know what? I'll give you three years. If in those three years you have either of those, I'll give you 30 Dobras. I'll take it. Now's the time, Nicholas. Get your things in order. You should move into one of my spare rooms, and we'll get your organization going. I don't understand. You're going off-grid. They'll never suspect you at my place. The other nine have no idea I would ever conduct anything like this. 
We're doing something so incredibly subversive, counter to everything I should want. How so, exactly? I'm one of the ten most powerful people in all of Kaland. Here I am, trying to deny my own position by dissolving the government. You're trying to what? Young man, it seems you have no comprehension of what you have in your possession. It changes history. What does that mean to you, Governor Armgard? It means that history was rewritten to accommodate what the presiding governors years ago were doing. Why not just confront the other governors and try to change it from within? All the governors have sworn an oath to protect Kaland as it stands. They have gone to extensive lengths to protect the legacy of the governorship. Your book, by Dr. Calhoun, was destroyed by the governors. They're not exactly open to redirecting back to what it had been a thousand years ago. So, that's a good hope, Leona, but that's all it is. We can't afford to be naive and idealistic. Can they stay with us if I do stay here? They can, but they'd have to have their trackers removed, too. Where would we supposedly be instead? Off-grid. There have only been three people who went off-grid before. Except you'd still be in the public eye. What happened to the other three? Tricky thing about going off-grid. Nobody knows. Are you suggesting they may have continued life in obscurity rather than having been killed? Killed? Surfaces, no. Oh, that makes more sense now. I was so afraid for your life before. I thought they had been killed. How would you suspect that? Nobody knows of the three. When Nicholas was gone, the professor told us about them. He never said they had been killed. I'll have to speak to him about this. But back to the topic at hand. Are you three willing to leave everything aside to build the organization? I am in. Governor Ermgard, I don't mean any disrespect. Not at all. You don't seem so keen yourself, Ares. I'll tell you what. We will deactivate Nicholas's tracker, and the both of you can meet him in neutral locations as to not raise suspicions at my residence, should anyone look at your whereabouts. In the meantime, Nicholas, we have much to plan. Hello, Kaland. I am joining you in your homes tonight to give you an update on the Chiesa. As you know, I have been given the duty and honor to be the face of Kaland, as I have sat behind my desk most nights of the year for ten years now. Two years ago, my dear friend Ares and I found an artifact that has steered history in a new, and yet very old, direction. With the help of very influential people in our lives, we have amassed over 500,000 followers. We are a group of people from all walks of life, including actives who have since left their prosperity to be among the have-nots. The Chiesa is a community of people who care for one another. I am finally signing off today's news as I inform you that I will no longer be speaking to you through your screens anymore. Not as an anchor. I am finally stepping down here and taking a position of leadership within the Chiesa. I implore you to consider joining us as we transcend today's menial details and, for everyone who doesn't, I still, as always, wish the most peace upon you. You haven't stopped talking about quitting for over two years and you finally did it. Like, holy shit. I know. I realize I never told you when I was actually doing it, but we were concerned the governors might catch wind and take me in as I walked out of the studio. I keep forgetting that the only reason you were still able to work at the studio was because the governor said Callan would regard you as a martyr if they terminated you. Well, now it definitely would be true. 
with hundreds of thousands of followers at my beck and call, I think it's a safe bet to say that I have a significant amount of people willing to do anything I ask of them. Well, bully for you. Aries! I didn't know you were here. Dude, it's pretty freaky when you do that. It's hard to get around this side of town without being at least somewhat elusive. It has gotten a little overwhelming. In the best possible way, of course. Agreed. I can't walk a hundred meters without hearing someone call me Duchess. The governor was suggesting we relocate all our followers to the treaty fields. There's nowhere to live there. Sure there is. It's hectares and hectares of open field. You realize you have a healthy population of people who went from being active to inactive, right? They're not going to go from lavish opulence to living in squalor in a matter of months. We have followers willing to die for the Chiesa. Or don't you understand? Die, sure, but not live in open fields. You would be surprised. I'm actually mostly telling you the necessity of the move. The governors are going to evict anyone who chooses to benefit the Chiesa in some manner. That's horrible. At first blush, yes. But in the grand scheme of things, it will only strengthen the bond that our followers have for the Chiesa. How do you know all this? The governor told me. How else would I be getting the inside knowledge of the governors? Are you certain she didn't tell you because she's plotting this and coercing the rest of the governors to join in? Wouldn't that be counterintuitive? Not according to you. You said it would strengthen the bond our followers have for us. So what if it was the governor's idea? Nicholas? It's for the greater good of the Chiesa, babe. It seems like a bad thing now, but we're restructuring everything to abide by the laws of the founders. We should have left well enough alone. Now you're forcing people out of their homes and to live in an uninhabitable land. It's far from uninhabitable. We'll start a community there. We'll build a smaller Caland in the treaty fields away from the rest of Caland. Which, by the way, we need to name what the little Callan would be called. Okay, <laughs> I think I'm starting to lose my mind a little bit right now. You're suggesting we build a city of tents in an open field? Yes, for now. Except we'd build actual structures. We need a meeting house for the Chiesa and the governor's quarters. For the governor? No. She's going to resign as governor and wishes to be referred to as Honorable Ermgar. When is that supposed to take place? She hasn't divulged that to me as of yet. She wants to initiate some policies before she steps down. <laughs> if they're winning ideas like evicting Callan residents for following you, I'd rather she step down sooner than later. This is all for the greater good of Callan. What the fuck is better about living in a tent worshipping dead people than helping Callan keep running? Boys, stop it! We're not accomplishing anything by fighting. You never used to fight before. We never had anything to fight for. Exactly. The Chiesa is hurting us. It's hurting Kaland. And for what? Human interaction, Ares. We are social creatures, but we devolved since we lost our way a millennia ago. The Chiesa's followers will have more living in a tent than we ever had swimming in our backyards. You tell that to your followers. We will tell it to our followers. Ares, please. If we're going to sell it, we need to do it with Joyce. Splendid idea. Stay tuned for sneak previews for next week's episode of Universe 25. Universe 25 was written, directed, and sound designed by John S. Badger. Written in collaboration with Alvin Lai and Nathan Walter. Vocal talents for today's episode by Maximilian Koger as Ares. Danny Schuster as Nicholas. 
Destiny Patterson as Leona. Rebecca Boyce as Ermgard. And by Sherry Keller as Adeline. Casting assistance by Chad Bell. Post-production assistance by S.P. Rupert. And for the intro and outro narration, I'm Richard Braddock. Visit our website, universe25pod.com, for more information and follow us on Twitter and Instagram for behind-the-scenes content. If you enjoyed this, please consider rating and reviewing this show on your podcast platform of choice. The Universe 25 theme music, Two to Tango, was created by Joe Blankenberg and used with permission by Position Music. Next week on Universe 25. This is a very happy occasion marred by the awful events that took place earlier this week. You should sleep with one eye open. You still have a chance. You treat them like they were some ancient gods deserving of worship. What happened? They cut us off. They must pay for their deeds. I hate that I'm feeling bad for you. This disruption that happened to each of you is an atrocity. Now what? You're still here. Hey, it's John Padger again. If you've been enjoying Universe 25 so far, can you do us a huge favor and go tell a friend or family member about it? The best way to build the show is through word of mouth. That would be incredibly helpful. Oh, one last thing. Thank you for listening. You're the reason we keep making these shows.